believe that you can heal yourself? Too often we give our power away to something outside of ourselves and rarely, if ever, trust and tap into our innate healing power and intuition. Everyone has this capability to heal in ways we never thought possible. It's your sovereign right to claim and have true health and lasting wellness. Now, here is the host of the Dr. Dolores Show, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. Well, good. Hello, everybody, and welcome to our show. I'm Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. And I'm very excited today to uh, talk about this topic, and it's called The Empathic Soul, Nurturing Your Sensitivity. You know, how many of us are closet empaths? It's like we never really have acknowledged that we are, but we are. And, you know, today we're going to be talking about that. So let's just share a little bit more about what to expect today. So um, in this episode, we're going to be on a profound journey of self-discovery in this And we're going to delve into the world of empaths, intuitives, and highly sensitive individuals, offering you a sanctuary to explore and understand the beautiful intricacies of your unique nature. And you are unique. You're actually here for a reason, and we'll go into more of that. We're going to share some practical wisdom and inspirational stories that have been designed to help you unlock your true potential of your sensitivity. Wouldn't it be nice to have that as far as a roadmap instead of trying to um, figure things out with no manual. I always joke about this. It's just like I'm here and it's just like somebody forgot to pack my manual when I was born because I have no idea what's going on. So my hope is for you to gain some emotional balance, some inner harmony, and um, simply thrive instead of sometimes feeling overwhelmed. This episode is really a trusted companion on on empowering your path as an empath. And just step into the realm of holistic well-being where your sensitivity is not just embraced but celebrated. And your extraordinary journey starts here. So, you know, just let me share a little bit about myself. I'm a nurse practitioner and I've been doing, I've been in healthcare industry for well over 40 years. And I'm a little, I'm a little interesting um, individual because I blend the physical with the spiritual and the invisible with the, with the, uh, the visible with the invisible. So I see things in other dimensions that usually other people don't. Um, it's like I see the bigger picture of things from an energetic standpoint. And with that in mind, that actually has been a blessing and a curse at the same time, because as a youngster, I was born this way and I was able to see things and not understand why other people couldn't see that. (laughs) In fact, when I would share that as a young person, they'd look at me as if I was crazy. So I realized, okay, maybe everybody doesn't you know, see things or experience the world as I do. So I consider myself, you know, unique and different, but also it was very, um, very quiet, but also very kind of um, 
uncomfortable because I really wasn't sure how to maneuver here on earth because like I said earlier, it's like, I thought somebody forgot to pack my manual on how to live on earth when I was born. So trying, I don't know if anybody else could relate to that, but I'm pretty sure there's a lot of you out there. So, you know, let's talk about being an empathic person. You know, when we are sensitive, we're often told by other people, you're just too sensitive. You just feel things too differently. And, you know, there's something wrong with you. No, there's not something wrong with you. You are actually here to teach humanity how to feel again. Okay. We are, our, our society um, really frowns upon expressing your emotions, especially the ones they label negative. Okay. Like anger and, and sadness and grief. Cause it's like, no, we want, don't want to go there because it's just like, it's not happy, fluffy, whatever. But you know what? Emotions are expressions of energy. They're, on a continuum, some of them are, we, we um, label them as more positive and some not so much. But they're just expressions and possibilities. And part of being a human being, believe it or not, is learning how to experience emotions. Did you know that? In order to experience your emotions when you're a spirit in spirit form, you have to be in a physical body. Did you did you know that? So it's really a special gift when you're here on Earth and you're having a human experience. That. You get to enrich your soul and allow your soul to grow at a very deep level, because being in spirit form there's no emotion being in a physical body is where you get to experience emotions now you could take that a step further when you're in your physical body how many of us tip dip our toe into the emotional aspect and it kind of freaks us out and we go and we're back in our head trying to figure things out and oh my god how do i control this how do i not deal with this and we do ourselves a huge disservice because remember emotions are energy. Feelings are energy. They're expressions of what we're experiencing. When we dip our toe in, we're, we're partially experiencing that, but yet we try to react and cover that up and it takes way more expended, expended energy than just to feel what's going on. So, Empaths on the opposite side of people who are in their head and don't feel at all, they feel things very deeply, meaning that it's almost as if you don't know where you end and something else begins. And this is more on an unconscious level. Okay, and let me explain more. When you are dipping your toe into feeling something, like I said, sometimes we retract back. It's like you feel like you just open the lid of Pandora's box and it's never going to shut close again because it's the fear of the unknown. But what I'm going to invite you to do is like when something comes up and you're feeling, you know, angst or anxiety, instead of trying to suppress it, control it and put it in a box and save it on a shelf for later to maybe deal with, which you never get back to anyway, it's just lots of stuff on the shelves. 
is a, take a step into what you're feeling, okay? And don't become it, but just witness and be with it, okay? Difference than feeling like you're going to be experiencing that and not being able to get out of it. Most important thing, breathe. You need to breathe. Breathing is so important because it keeps you in your body. How many of us go, and it's just like shallow breathing? You're not in your body. Deep breath and just allow yourself to encompass and, and come into your, your fullness and your richness within your body within the moment. Take a step into that emotion and then take another step. And next thing you know, that energy bubble of that emotion, you're on the other side of it and it dissipates. When we don't experience our emotions, okay, they get trapped over time. They get stuck in our energy field. And over time, when that gets in, in, you know, there's so much energy in your energy field of all that block stuff, it kind of triggers into your physical body. And then you start creating some health challenges for yourself. You know, it might be fatigue, chronic fatigue, all the way up to creating cancer. And this we know. We know that stress, you know, emotional issues that are not experienced are part of that. So I'm circling back here. When you're an empath, it's okay to feel. Please feel away. And when people are judging and criticizing and telling you what you should, just realize that oftentimes these are the people that are actually projecting their fears and beliefs onto you. Okay, so there's like a little dance that happens. And I actually figured this out. And I was when I when I finally got um, a hold of this, it was like a big epiphany for me, because how often when you're sensitive, you feel things around you and you have a tendency to take things on that aren't even yours. When you are able to realize that when people judge and criticize you, this has nothing to do with you. This is very telling about that person who is saying those things. It's called projection. They project the their stuff onto other people. This is the dance that happens. And they, with the understanding unconsciously that they, they feel like their pressure is building up inside of them. So they have to project, or I call it vomiting out, what they're truly feeling and projecting it and making it somebody else's in hopes that maybe that person will heal it for them. Really twisted, but it's just like, this is the dance that happens. Once you are aware of this, it's very telling when people start projecting because when you are able to realize that this is not your stuff and it's actually somebody else's. This is where your power comes in. And this is how you discern between what you're experiencing and what is actually reality. So when we come back from our break, we're going to talk more about this because for us as empaths, we feel things very deeply and Nobody teaches us how to work with that. And I'm going to be helping you with that because living it my whole life, I've kind of 
figured out some of the little idiosyncrasies of how you could move through this. And you know what? We're all here to learn. And, you know, maybe some of the things I'm going to share with you seem a little out there, but I invite you just to experiment with things. Feel what it feels like to have these experiences because you are on a your own personal journey of self-discovery. And it's so important that you find out what you're gravitating to, or I say leaning into that feels like your truth. And if this resonates with you at all, by all means, try it. You know, it, you could experiment with it and you'll be able to see the results, whether or not it's working for you or not. Make it your own. And, you know, because so many of us give our power away to something outside of ourselves because we feel lost. We feel that somebody else is more of, a, of an authority than we actually are. But what I like to do is teach people how to make the right choices for themselves. Not what everybody else says around you, but for you individually. So important. Your empathic feelings, trust them. They're actually your inner guidance point. So we're going to go for a little break right now. And when we come back, we'll continue more on talking about empathic and being an empath. Do you trust your instincts? Many of us don't. Yet this is the key to connecting to your innate healer within and your intuition. Tune in to The Dr. Dolores Show with nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, to receive insights and tools to realign with your inner wisdom for lasting health and true wellness. Listen for The Dr. Dolores Show, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Dr. Dolores Show with Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Dolores at drdoloresfazino.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Dr. Dolores Fazino, and this is the Dr. Dolores Show. And today, our topic is about the empathic soul nurturing your sensitivity. So before break, we were talking about... Um, people who project onto you and you taking on their stuff as your own. Um, so it's an interesting dance because like I was sharing earlier is that oftentimes what 
is happening is on an unconscious level. And I was able to decipher this. And I was very curious as to why this was happening. And I just knew it kept showing up in my life as well. And it was as if, you know, when you're empathic, you feel things very, very deeply. Um, Sometimes you don't know where you end and something else begins and it gets really dicey because those two worlds kind of collide and it's like, okay, so is this my stuff or it's not my stuff? What I share with people, one of the most simplest things that you can do is say this statement. If you ever feel like you're overwhelmed, you know, you're in a room, okay, there's nobody there, but energetically, you could feel things that maybe have happened before, it feels really heavy in the room or really light, especially when it feels heavy, and you're feeling like, I call it 50 shades of emotion. (laughs) It's like you feel like you're happy one minute, you're sad, you're really angry, you're rageful, you're loving. It's like all this stuff happens in a short period of time. And I realized sometimes before I knew what was going on, I thought I was going crazy because it's just like I'm feeling angry, but I don't really have any reason why to feel angry, but I'm feeling it. But, you know, is this really mine? So one of the easiest things that you could do is say this statement. If this is not my stuff, you need to leave my energy field immediately in the name of the laws of the universe. Sometimes I say that, you know, since I'm a recovering Catholic, I and I still like, you know, aspects of difference in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. If this is not my stuff, you need to remove yourself right now. And so be it. Amen. Um, And usually that shifts like this. And I'll tell you why it does. You are a sovereign being. By the laws of the universe, nothing could come into your energy field unless you allow it. Okay. So when you talk about being empathic and being, you know, the unconscious and the conscious, on an unconscious level, somehow you have allowed this to happen. So just like when you shine a beacon into a dark space, now you could see it. That's like what unconsciousness is coming into consciousness, okay? Once you're aware of what is underlying the or driving the force of what's going on, it's being brought from unconsciousness into consciousness. When it's in consciousness, now you can do something about it. This is where your power is. So by stating what I had just stated, and I'll state it again, by the laws of the universe, you are no longer allowed to come into my energy field. And so it is. When you say that and make that claim for yourself, you are putting up an energetic boundary that nothing should be able to come into your space, either consciously or unconsciously. Okay. It's really that simple. And if you ever have those situations where you go into a room and you just feel everything that goes on, like I was saying, it's like 50 shades of emotion. And, you know, I invite you to remember this and to try it because it'll change your life. For me personally, I spend a lot of time in hospitals. And for somebody who's empathic like myself, 
for lack of a better expression, it could be a shit show sometimes. Okay. Cause energetically stuff is flying all over the place. I feel it. I, you know, it's bouncing off of me. And sometimes if I don't ground myself, incorporate my higher self within myself and go into those um, spheres or go into the hospital without doing my own little ritual, I will feel it. And I will, I will feel as if I'm energetically drained because somehow that energy gets into your space and it sucks the life out of you. And I know a lot of people probably feel the same thing and this will help protect you, but also keep your boundary um, firm. So nothing to come and penetrate that. Okay. Something to, something to remember and to consider. Okay. So I'm going to repeat myself a little bit because I think it's important by the laws of the universe, you are not allowed to come into my energy field and you need to leave immediately in the name of laws of the universe. That simple. Um, yes, it does make a di difference for me and doing the work that I've been doing in the hospital settings for well over 40 years. Believe me, I've been into different institutions and you could feel the energy shifting from as you're walking down the hall of what's kind of going on. It's, it's very interesting. So for my other empathic friends out there, let's talk more about empaths, intuitives, and highly sensitive people. Now, people say, oh, you know, they're separate. I kind of feel like it's all one big package. If you're an empath, you're probably intuitive. And if you're intuitive, you, you're you a highly sensitive person. I think all of them are kind of matrixed together. It's not one brings the other brings the other. It's like a matrix. Everything's connected in ways you have no idea. And I also feel that everybody has some degree of all of those it's like being on a continuum. It's either really developed or you have it and it's not as developed. Okay. So we all come in with these little things, but some of us are really wired differently. And we really have all three of those things going on full blast. Um, so when you're intuitive, you, you, you know, things before they happen, you know, that um, you, you don't know where you know this from, but you just know it with your heart and soul. And, you know, you people will say, well, how did you know that? It's just like I always tell, tell people I just know a lot of stuff. I just don't ask me how I know it, but I know it and I know it's the truth. And without a doubt, you know, from the core of your being that it's the absolute truth, even though you probably have had no experience with it in this current lifetime. But in other lifetimes, maybe you have because we've all come from different places, you know, here on Earth to rescue the Earth from its demise. Anyway, that's that's a little <laughs> <laughs> that's a little on the the like duh, 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 duh. but you know anyway we all chose to be here at this time to help the earth out and believe me she needs a lot of help energetically there's a lot of stuff going on for a lot of people and i think this is the end result or the cumulative effect of a lot of stuff that's happened collectively throughout time and space that was a sidebar when you are um, a highly sensitive person you, you know, noises bother you, you know, sometimes you like quiet and serenity. Sometimes the frequency of noise really triggers you. Um, sometimes when you go out in public, I call it, sometimes it's too peopley out there. 
It's like when you're in big groups, you just feel so much stuff going on, you go on to overwhelm. And it's like your nervous system can't handle it to some degree. And how many of us who are empaths, intuitives, and highly sensitive people are put into situations where you really don't want to be there, but somehow, you know, you have to be there or you go because you really don't want to and you kind of resent the fact that you're there. Those type of things come into play. This is about learning how to use your gauge within yourself as to what is feeling in alignment with you, okay? There are some times when you could go out shopping and it's very overwhelming. Or you could go to the movies and there's a lot of people there and it's overwhelming or even grocery shopping. So, you know, sometimes it's about tuning in to when is the right time for you to go out or not and trusting your, your inner wisdom and your guidance with that. And by all means, if you are in a situation where you feel like you're being triggered because it's just, I call it too peopley out there energetically. There's like all this energy bouncing around. And since you're an empath and intuitive and highly sensitive person, sometimes you feel that more so than the other person would the people who don't have as dialed in capabilities as you do. So when that happens, it's considered self care to pull yourself out of that. Okay. It's about giving yourself permission to not go to the party that everybody else is talking about that needs to go go there. We have this thing called FOMO, fear of missing out. <laughs> it's just like, who made that up? But the thing is, is that maybe this is not the thing. Maybe for you, what you need to do is spend time with yourself and regroup and, and recapture your energy so you could be a better you so this is where there's the dance that happens the the important part is to listen to yourself trust the information that you're getting if you're not feeling it i tell people if you're not feeling it or you feel like it's half baked you're like on the fence about something but you still go you ever have those moments where you do that and you wish you stayed home trust that I also tell people too, you know, if you're presented with something and it doesn't feel like, you know, you're wishy-washy and it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no, don't do it. It's about conserving your energy, feeling what you need and honoring that, those choices. This is self-care because I feel this type of self-care is essential when we you know, yes, a manicure, pedicure, a facial massage. Yes, I call that superficial self-care. We're talking about a deep dive self-care, about putting your essence and your your um, inner wisdom and your ability to grasp what is really yearning at the soul level as to what is important for you and what you need to be doing next. So, you know, I'm just going to let you know that 
we're going to talk more about this. And just so you know, you've been listening to the Dr. Dolores show and I'm Dr. Dolores Fazzino. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about some tools that you could use to help you maneuver through your journey as an empath, intuitive, and a highly sensitive person. So let's just go on. And when I come back, we'll talk more about that. Do you trust your instincts? Many of us don't. Yet this is the key to connecting to your innate healer within and your intuition. Tune in to The Dr. Dolores Show with nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, to receive insights and tools to realign with your inner wisdom for lasting health and true wellness. Listen for The Dr. Dolores Show, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Dr. Dolores Show with Dr. Dolores Fazzino nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Dolores at drdoloresfazino.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Dr. Dolores Fazino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer, and you're listening to The Dr. Dolores Show. And, you know, we're talking about being an empath and nurturing your sensitivity today. And, um, you know, it's really interesting because I, you know, once you come out of the closet and admit that you're an empath, <laughs> it's just like it's so liberating because, first of all, I'm going to tell you, you're not going crazy. You're probably strategically put in your family clans, okay, your family groups to actually help to do a bigger mission than you know. Believe it or not, we all know that feeling anything is just like a minefield, especially, you know, when you're in family groups and you go, you're talking about ancestral stuff and the way your family has been organized and how they do things for generation after generation after generation. Sometimes some of this stuff needs to stop. And did you know, as an empath, intuitive, and highly sensitive person, you are strategically placed in these family groups? I know you have a special mission, and I'll tell you what that is. It's actually to assist in healing the ancestral lineage of your family. OK. It's a very important job. You will feel like you're the odd person out. 
the one that maybe be labeled as a black sheep. And because you don't fit the mold of what the family unit is. Okay. And, you know, maybe your childhood has been a demonstration of feeling alone, maybe abandoned, maybe betrayed. Um, it was about, you know, trying to conform yourself to fit in so you could survive your childhood, basically. And then once you got to be a young person, maybe in, as a teenager or in your 20s or 30s, you realize that maybe you're depressed or your life isn't working because you come in as this light beam and somehow in your family structure, they dampened your light. And now you're uncovering that light so you could shine and move forward. What I want people to understand is that your experiences early on in life were things that allowed your soul to grow at a very deep level and allow you to become who you are. And for you, maybe part of your journey is rediscovering those sensitive parts of yourself and embracing them in a way that you weren't allowed to when you were growing up in that household situation. What people need to understand as well, when you have these special gifts, you're actually teaching your family how to connect with themselves. So many of us have given our power away over time and space for eons to something outside of ourselves because for some odd reason we didn't feel worthy enough or we didn't feel we were good enough or maybe even capable enough. But I'm here to tell you that you are. And it's time. It's time to... Reclaim your power, step into your sovereignty as a human being and as the soul that you're supposed to be here and reclaiming those parts of yourself that maybe have been ignored, um, put on a shelf to deal with later um, so you could survive your childhood. It's almost like coming full circle to who you were when you were born. Now, the other thing I want to share, too, with you, we're going to talk a little bit about ancestral stuff, just so you have a better idea of what that's all about. When you were conceived, okay, when you were, when the sperm and the egg came together and you were conceived and you became this, this energetic being, even at two cells, you were still an energetic being. Believe it or not, when you are, developing in your mother's uterus, you are taking on energetically what is going on within mom, her relationship with your dad, and also the family situation. Bet you didn't know that. Energetically, you're an energetic being. So you feel you were feeling things at a very young age and taking on things as if they were yours. Okay. In essence, they weren't. And when you take that a step further as an empath, intuitive, and highly sensitive person, you take that on thinking that it's yours to fix, 
but in essence, it's not. Okay, that's where it gets a little interesting. Um, because we don't know anything different. We're feeling things so deeply that we're just feeling the energy and our automatic response sometimes is that we feel like we need to fix things for other people. And, you know, you could call that codependency or um, nurturing. And it's, it's about realizing, taking it a step further and realizing what is ours to fix and what is ours to allow other people to fix it for themselves. Okay. Um, so sometimes, you know, I know for me, energetically, when I, I took on things from my parents and my parents' lineage, um, and I'm going to just share a story because I think this will really help understand this. Um, you know, I was this really innocent little girl growing up. I questioned everything, but I got labeled as being gullible and not, you know, I call it, I was really innocent and naive maybe, but, you know, just, I would believe everything that I would hear. And, um, you know, of course that was very, um, challenging because you got teased a lot and stuff like that. And what was interesting was that I was the oldest of four and I, and we were all like a year apart. And I just remember one time when I was about six years old, that my mom came to me and said, you're the oldest. I'm at six. It's your responsibility to take care of your brothers and sisters. And I'm sitting there like, who the hell is going to take care of me? I'm six years old, you know, but that's was interesting. Now, I really didn't realize what was going on until in my 20s, late 20s, early 30s. I was going through my own metamorphosis of finding out who Dr. Dolores really was at a soul level and where I was going through some group therapy and, you know, uh, inner child work. And I wrote a lot, you know, I told my mother, I said, I don't even know who you are because I feel like you never share anything about your life because my mom was really closed off that way. She just didn't want to talk about her past. And so in the mail came this eight page notebook legal pad size of a synopsis of my mom's life and in that she shared that when she was 10 years old her baby brother was born and her mother said to her at age 10 it's your responsibility to take care of your baby brother and so I was like oh my god now I know where that came from so of course my mom thought this was like the normal thing to do which in any day today that would be considered child abuse really or abandonment of children and you know like children taking care of children so that's where she projected that as what was normal to onto me and I took it on as like who's going to take care of me so that was an interesting thing so to me I got to see okay the lineage thing of where this came from and why? Because, yeah, in my mom's and grandparents' generation, that's what they did. Yet it really wasn't a nurturing or also loving thing that a child, it, it, it actually forced a child to grow up way faster than they had to and, and rob them of their, their, you know, their innocence and childhood. So I, I thought that was an interesting share. And for me, that was an interesting thing as well, because I had to work through my resentment about that, because it just 
felt like I got robbed of being the innocent person and the childlike thing. I felt like I had to grow up really young. I mean, in second grade, <laughs> it's just like, okay, that's a lot of responsibility for a six-year-old, you know? So anyway, what I'm saying is this, we all have our stuff that we deal with. And when you're able to look at that and realize where the, um, ancestral beliefs came from long time and long time the buck stops here in this moment when you start working on those aspects of yourself and healing the ancestral lineage and like claiming your power back from that you actually have the capability of healing your ancestral lineage up to seven generations in the past and seven in the future what a gift to be able to give to your family clan, really. And as an empath, intuitive, and highly sensitive person, you probably knew something was kind of off or, or something or just something felt like it wasn't aligned. And that was another gift. What I'm saying, it's not about changing the people around you. The power is, is changing what is going on with you and healing you because when you work on yourself it's a ripple effect those around you will be energetically affected by that and if you don't if you're not really clear on what i'm i'm talking about just envision like your family being a still pool of water okay and every drop that makes up that pool of water is every person in your family from, you know, down the lineage to God knows how long back and in, in the future, but each one of you is a drop. So when you change yourself, you change that drop that goes into that pool. And so when you drop a water, a, a drop of water in a pool, it kind of dissipates out and ripples out, right? Same idea when you change something about yourself and your lineage and how you you heal your, your family lineage, you affect that big pool of water as it goes out. So we're getting close to our third break already. I can't believe it. It's just like time's just flying on by. And, um, you know, it's interesting because when we start being more aware of what's happening, that's where we gain our power. And, you know, when we come back from our break, we're going to talk more about that. And so I'm just going to remind you that you're talking, you're, you're actually on the Dr. Dolores show with myself, Dr. Dolores Fazzino. I'm a nurse practitioner, medical intuitive and energy whisperer. And, you know, we're going to just talk more about that as we kind of go off onto our break right now. And I'll talk to you when I get back. Do you trust your instincts? Many of us don't. Yet this is the key to connecting to your innate healer within and your intuition. Tune in to The Dr. Dolores Show with nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, to receive insights and tools to realign with your inner wisdom for lasting health and true wellness. Listen for The Dr. Dolores Show, Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. 
This is the Dr. Dolores Show with Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to Dolores at drdoloresfazzino.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. I'm Dr. Dolores Fazzino, and you're on the Dr. Dolores Show. And today we are talking about the empathic soul and nurturing your sensitivity. And boy, it's a it's a pretty interesting topic. Um, for many of those who have been closet, em- closet empaths your whole entire life, I'm glad you're here listening and, and gaining some wisdom. Um, you know, there's so much to cover on this topic. Um, and, you know, when you're when we talked about before we went on the break about being self-aware and awareness. And I think that's the new superpower. And the reason why I say that is when you're aware, this is where you're able to choose something different. You're aware that something's going on and yet you're aware that you may be able to make a different choice instead of, you know, coming from a react, which is a, you know, unconscious, you know, response, when you're self-aware, you could realize that something's going on and you could contemplate or um, choose something different, be more reflective versus reactive. So, you know, a lot of times our natural tendency is to something happens, we get triggered and it's just like, oh my God, you know what? It's just like, I just want to, you know, get rid of this and make it go away really quick. And we react and, you know, it may be that had worked before, but it's no longer working. Um, I invite you to try something different. It might surprise you. And, you know, when you try something different or decide not to react, but respond, that's where your power comes in. And, You'll find this, too, when you have to have a difficult conversation with somebody. What I tell people sometimes is this. When you're an empath, intuitive, and and highly sensitive person, you probably don't like confrontation. (laughs) You know, it's just like, oh, no, I'd rather, like, suffer in silence and, you know, not have to deal with that. That is a reaction. I invite you to... When you feel like you need to make a decision or you're getting triggered, I want you to take a deep breath and just come into your heart space, okay? And just breathe from there and feel that. And just ask from there, how do I respond to this? And see what happens. It's It could be a game changer. Because when... We want to react. We jump from our heart space being in our body in the present moment into our head because we're trying to figure out how to, you know, stop the madness. Okay. It's like, I love the analogy of when you go to the state fair, there's like that whack-a-mole game where the mole comes up and you hit it with a hammer, whack, comes up someplace else, whack, 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 whack. That's what it's like when you're reactive. It's a great visual. And for people who aren't aware that they're doing that, 
you know, this could be a game changer for you. It's like, so when you're getting triggered or something's going on that you're feeling really uncomfortable, instead of like trying to pop out of it, just be with it. Just sit with it. Put your hands over your heart space and just close your eyes and just breathe. And just ask from your heart space, what's the next thing to do? If you ever have to have a difficult conversation with somebody, when you speak from the heart space, you will always say the right thing. Did you know that? It's a game changer. It really is. For me, I used to hate confrontation. I mean, when I was in my 20s and 30s, it was just so uncomfortable. It's just like I would rather crawl under the rock than just have to to go there. And over time and taking baby steps and and, you know, just being physically present and just speaking from this space. It's like you heal, you know, it's like a bridge. It connect, It connects people in ways that you never thought. OK, so and it's not about, you know, being reactive. It's in how you deliver the message. OK, because the same message could be given, delivered numerous ways and it be, be taken different ways too. same message. But the intonation and how it's delivered and stuff, I'll play into that. So when you speak from your heart space, you are creating possibilities and nothing is written in stone. Everything's everything's could change. We're manifestors. We could create anything. The self-awareness thing is your superpower. Being self-aware and knowing that you're an empath, intuitive, and highly sensitive people and wearing that as a badge of honor and allowing yourself to utilize that so you could thrive instead of merely surviving in your life. And it's like living life on your terms, not anybody else's. So just to recap today, you know, the empaths, intuitives, and highly sensitive people, you are here for a reason, a bigger purpose than you ever know. And it's really about you owning that and stepping into your power with that. So, you know, next week we're going to be talking about boundaries because <laughs> I feel that this is the perfect thing to talk about because, you know, boundaries are, are, are you know, a big deal. And we're going to, the name of the show is called boundary breakers, elevate your life with healthy boundaries. And, you know, we're going to transform and, you know, self-discovery as we delve into the power of setting healthy, personal, emotional, mental, and spiritual boundaries. And I'm also going to say dimensional as well. Um, in this episode, we're going to uh, talk about the art of saying yes and no to what holds you back across the facets of your life. You know, you're going to explore real life stories of those who've harnessed the magic of boundaries to craft a life of purpose and fulfillment in their personal relationships, emotional well-being, mental resilience and their spiritual growth. I would definitely invite you to stay tuned to this because I think for empaths, intuitives and highly sensitive person, this is the next logical step is to look at your boundaries and to really um, set intentional boundaries 
both physically, energetically, spiritually, and physically. Um, very important thing. And to keep your energy intact so you have enough to give to yourself and you're not being drained in multiple directions, you know, holes in your energy field and being sucked out. It's almost like siphoning gas from your gas tank <laughs> or your your energetic gas tank, if you want to call it that. So, you know, thanks once again for being a part of our show today. You're listening to the Dr. Dolores Fazzino Show. And I'm Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. And, you know, for those of you who have a hard time being in your physical body, I have a free gift for you. And I invite you to go to my website to download um, the Being in the Present Moment uh, video guided minute, uh, guided, uh, <laughs> guided meditation. I'm like, Whoa. um, because for those of you who have a hard time staying physically present in your body, this will be a real effective short video that allows you to be in the present moment all the time. I invite you to listen to it in the morning and even in the evening. And once you get the gist of what it's all about, you could just incorporate that into your life and just get you present in your physical body, because this is where it's all about now is being right here, right now in the moment. So I'm getting ready to sign off. And I just want you to know that you are more loved, appreciated and valued than what you know and you're here to make a huge difference in our world bye now thank you for listening to the dr dolores show dr dolores returns wednesdays at 3 p.m eastern 2 p.m central 1 p.m mountain 12 p.m pacific on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com until then remember to be kind to yourself and create your best life you are worth it Thank you for listening to The Dr. Dolores Show. Dr. Dolores returns Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, remember to be kind to yourself and create your best life. You are worth it. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Dolores Show. Dr. Dolores returns Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, remember to be kind to yourself and create your best life. You are worth it. Thank you for listening to The Dr. Dolores Show. Dr. Dolores returns Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific on Inspired 